welcome back esteemed scholars to the Novel Society podcast featuring your favorite bad bitches. Oh, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> I know I'm coming on strong today. I'm feeling myself just a little bit, just a little bit. It might be the weave. <laughs> I think it's the weave. Mm -hmm. I put my hair up in a ponytail and I flipped it over my shoulder. I was like, damn, <laughs> I look good. This is nice. <laughs> but don't mind me. Um, we are back into the SJM universe, continuing our read of the Throne of Glass series with Crown of Midnight. Yes. Woo! I'm so excited. I'm invested. And it was just the first couple of pages for me. Oh, yes. I'm really excited to be back in it. <laughs> SJM never misses, yo. She never misses. I love Selena. Like, I was just smiling when I was reading the first couple of sentences. I was like, I love her so much. So happy to be here. She's a really good main character. I missed her energy and I missed her attitude. Yeah, she's, she is a boss. Right. Yes. In every definition of the word. In every definition of the word. And even when you think you're her boss, she shows you no, she's the boss. No, dead ass. So we read through chapters one through five. Um, these episodes are going to be a little bit different. We're not going to be doing a chapter by chapter breakdown. We're just going to be having a general discussion on the chapters that we read. And I don't know about you guys, but the first thing that I need to mention is Dorian's bitch ass. <laughs> Why? <laughs> because this motherfucker act like he never knew Selena was a goddamn certified murderer. Like, yeah, she but does this for a living. She fucking held up the decapitated head and he was just like, oh, I can't even fathom. Like, get the fuck out of here. You know, I didn't read it that way. I read it like he's just, you know, one of those prissier type royals. Like, you know, he didn't really get down in the dirt like she did. So to him, it was like, yes, ugh, you know, a whole new thing. Yeah, it was. I, that's how I read it. It was very much like not Selena as a person, but just like, oh. Oh, like, that's what's out there. You know what I mean? You knew what it was when you psyched up. Like, come on. No, 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 no. It's two different things. I don't think he's never seen it in person, though. Yes, that's what I mean. It's two different things. It's He could wrap his head around the idea yeah. of her being an assassin. But, like, actually seeing what an assassin does is two different things for him. When she threw that head... At the king. I, he was like, oh, oh, damn. Oh, shit. Like, this is real. Oh, he was like, oh. <laughs> right. He's like, I, 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 I never knew. Because you got to think about it. It's deteriorating. It has a smell. You know, that's how I took it, though. Oh, uh, whatever. I still don't like her. <laughs> but what do you think? <laughs> what do you think about what she's doing with the bodies, though? Bro, so <laughs> smart. So smart. Because in my head, I wrote down a note and I was like, there's no way that she's like just Switch sides. killing these people because yeah, yeah, no, she that's just decides and is doing his dirty work just because. Mm -hmm. No, I think it's it's very smart. So she's going, she's trying to like get them or tell them. And I'm hoping the conversation is something like I was sent by the king to kill you. You have a choice. I can kill you right now or you can flee and never come back. I'm hoping that they know that the king right. sent her. So that right. way they can join the rebellion to get him the fuck out of there. Yeah. And I think that was kind of the way she worded it was, I only give them two choices. Either you leave, never use your name, or I kill you now. But yeah, and not to mention, you know, I think she has like that royal pin or something that they pin on her. So she they know that she is from that castle. But Oh, okay. Cause I can only imagine that if you find out the king is trying to come kill you and you thought y'all were all good, mm -hmm. now mm -hmm. you're like, oh well, fuck it. Like, I'm definitely joining the rebellion. 
And I really feel like it's going to be interesting now that her next assignment was someone that she actually knows. Yes. yes. And she knows him to be like a decent guy. She's always played, you know, played it safe. Like, let me see if these people are truly like villains or not, because she's going to put so much effort into trying to protect them. You know, so she wants to make sure they're decent people. But this person, she's like, damn, I know him to be pretty solid. Like, what could he have done? It was him being him. That's what caused him to be on that kill you list. Like, listen, I'm just out here trying to make my money, make my little coins, do a little something right. strange for some change. I have no interest in your something goddamn. Something strange for some change. I need that on a shirt. Because he's a, he's a, um, he's a, um, an escort, a prostitute, right? That's how I read it. Right. Which is why. Yeah. Like, she's just like, he don't bother nobody. What are you, what the what? You know what it probably was. The king required his services. <laughs> and then he was like, if you don't pay up, I'm going to tell everybody. And the king's like, he got to go. And <laughs> <laughs> nobody find out about this shit. <laughs> Yo. The one thing that I was annoyed by Dorian was when he was thinking that Selena was like manipulating him the entire time. Oh, oh my God. I literally wrote down in my book, don't be dumb. Yes. <laughs> no, seriously. Because I'm like, first of all, Patty. you know, she doesn't put that much effort into people to begin with because of who she is, where she comes from and the job she needs to do. So for you to think she did all that work to manipulate you just to become the key's champion, knowing she still had to do the trials, like it just doesn't even sound like her. Right. When I read that, I was like, OK, this is just him trying to somehow justify that she chose kale over you get what i'm saying like i literally was just like it's it's literally his brain trying to justify oh she picked somebody else over me like what why for him to go down that path because i was like you're oh, a hoe this, because you're a like, prissy bitch because you're you like i because <laughs> who you no but like i really sat and i thought i was like this is this is a broken heart so he's just trying to justify uh, why she chose somebody over him yeah that's how i read it yeah, he's probably very confused because he's like, yeah. damn, I really thought. And I'm not going to lie. Like when I first read the series, I was rooting for them. And then my second, like doing this reread, I'm sitting here trying to pick it apart to see where did he like fall short. And they would have been great together. But there's so much that develops from, you know, in future books. Well, I feel like they really would have been a power couple, but he just didn't do it for her. And it's not really explicit. I have a list. It's not explicit. Why? Morgan said I have a she list. She said I have a list. I have a list. She's How about the list. fact that you just stood by and watched me almost get killed? Yeah. K.O. is the one that came to my side. Thank you. And told me to keep fighting and stay yeah. alive. Your bitch ass stayed put, Tamlin. She said. Number two, you're Did a you hoe. say Tamlin? She done called out Tamlin. <laughs> yes, I did. Like, yes, Tamlin. I did. Yes, I did. So are you saying Dorian is Tamlin? You could call him Dorian. Yeah. You can call him Tamlin. You can call him Dane. Y'all aren't there yet, but you need to read Fourth Wing. <laughs> All the same fucking people. All the my same God. fucking people. Oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> That's how it is. There's a list. I think I saw an interview with S. JM that basically said her initial intention for that book was for Dorian and Selena to end up together. Yeah, because it made sense. Yes. And that was the reason why it was written that way. So for her, like, and that's why Kale was like that, that second male lead. Do you know what I mean? Like, it was like, oh, she maybe, but it was very heavily leaning on her and 
Dorian. But then having that ending of her not ending up with him, I was like, okay, like, where are we going? <laughs> where are we going? Because very clearly in the beginning of this book, you can tell that Kale is completely immersed in Selena. He and is. Cece is starting to feel him out too. Like, I know. oh, mm-hmm. look at you. Our, our relationship, how we just connect with so much ease, how we're just so much alike, how the muscles ripple in his back when he's done working out, he walks away from me. I hate to see you leave, but I love you. I cannot. I cannot. I really don't think it's that serious. Just. Yo. Yes, it is. Shut up. But you know what? I fuck you. Shut up. Yes, it is. I think she got, I think she gained a lot of respect for him when he did stick up for her when it was life or death. And I think it's because she understands the magnitude of taking a life and for him to sacrifice his mental, I'm going to do this. This is a permanent mistake. I can't take it back. And I think she just respected it. Like, he did it for her. And how Dorian <laughs> couldn't at that time. Dorian couldn't, period, T. I think Kale does have some advantages. And he's kind of stepped up her interest because of that. We also have to think about it. Like, she's super young. Absolutely. But you get what I'm saying? Like, this is the first time that she's been in the, not in the presence of other, you know, male, whatever. But this is the first time that I think she's seen interested well since sam yes exactly she's allowing herself to be interested and like i think it's just an interesting thing to watch this character develop being that she's so young and had gone through so many traumas and then like she's at this point right now where she's like okay i'm opening up a little bit for this this man because i'm interested i see something (laughs) yes like i think okay not like that morgan (laughs) (laughs) oh my gosh <laughs> Baby's out and Morgan's back. But like even like the banter between her and Kale, I like it because it's very respectful. Like they they're playful, but like they really like honor each other. You know what I mean? And like respect each other. Yeah. I like that. You can tell. Like they might flirt or whatever, but like they really know each other's boundaries and like look out for each other yeah i also think it has to do with them being on equal footing yeah and things whereas her and dorian have always been a flirt flirtatious thing it's never been equal footing between them it's always been he has more power in the sense of uh you know what i mean being a prince and things that she does and so like i just think when her and kale i i liked them initially because i was like this is somebody that she might not like at first but throughout the first book, it grew. Yeah. And it started from, I don't like you because you're an assassin. I don't like you because you look pissed off or whatever the fuck. And like, it just slowly grew into like, all right, I'm training you. I can see all this stuff. And then it became a camaraderie. And then it became kind of a friendship. And like, it's a foundation, essentially, that they had that her and Dorian did not have. Exactly. And that is why they need to be together. Yeah. And, you know, Dorian's past doesn't work for him either. No. You know, she. I remember her making some kind of um, snide remark to him in the first book about like you might outrank me but I'm stronger than you I can kill you in two seconds she would probably a part of her would rather be with someone that could challenge her give her a run for her money and actually probably even protect her if needed to this is why I feel like maybe the like it the the race the running between Dorian and K.O. kind of like you know because that's what he was lacking that's why she belongs with Kale. Like, but we'll I don't see. Even need to further explain my case. Like I... Morgan's face is dead ass. We'll see in future books. Don't fucking we'll see in future books. No, huh? Because we have six more books to go through. That bitch was on an interview the other day and was like, 
I mean, Throne of Glass series is done, or is it? And I was like, I saw that and I was like, no, let's not do that. Let's not do that. Don't do that. I believe that clip, even though it got like, it got viral again. I think that clip was around Crescent City time. Well, if you haven't read Crescent City, then you don't know. But if you did, you know, you know. So it's funny because Kingdom of Ash was a great book. Uh, I think it was my second favorite in the series. But I really felt like she could have kept going because so much change after Kingdom of Ash, like so much change. So that's why I feel like, oh, no, this could definitely we could do a companion series or something like that or another book if she wanted to. That Absolutely. Oh, bitch. We should we gonna be reading SGM for the rest be- of our lives. <laughs> I'm about, right, I would be in a wheelchair <laughs> still reading these damn books. Right, like these books are still coming. <laughs> From the grave. Oh, I have to put the whole fucking series in my will. <laughs> <laughs> right. No, she's gonna say, um, bury me with my SJM books so I can finish the series. No, dead ass. Yeah, Nobody can it. have them. That's it. I want them signed and buried with me. I have to have a tomb with bookshelves surrounding my coffin. I need to know what happens next. <laughs> right. Oh my god. Anywho, getting back on topic. Yeah. We were talking about KO and her and the banter and stuff. Oh, the let me debrief you. She's like, oh, take me to dinner for right. Oh, that was so cute. Man. And then she was like, debrief me in my bedroom like a proper gentleman. Right. <laughs> so cute. Oh, my God. I was like, see, I just this is why this is why I just I ship them. I ship them and Dorian needs to go to hell. That is all. But it was really funny how you didn't ship them initially. All right, bitch. We're not even talking about that no more. You're just going <laughs> old shit. Shut up. The next interesting thing is like two points. One is she gets more information on how she got trapped in the first place and sent to the salt mines and what happened with that guy. That was interesting. And then the amulet. We could talk about the guy first. Yeah. So Wesley, right, who was Arabin's um, muscle, his bodyguard, mm-hmm. his personal guard. Yeah. And who never really liked CC to begin with. But he was the one to warn her that night that she went out that it was a trap. So that further solidifies for me that Arabin turned on her. Mm-hmm. Either Arabin turned on her or Sam turned on her. I'm telling you, it's one of the two. And it's probably going to be Sam because that's what's going to hurt more. You think so? And I'm not going to say anything. I told you. SJM, she likes to... I mean, Steph already knows, but I'm like... No, I'm... I think it is because you know she goes to the throat. SJM will be like, here's an apple. And then while you're looking at the apple, she'll stab you and then twist the knife and you bleed out all over the floor. <laughs> well, you know. Am I Wrong? That's gonna hurt. That's gonna hurt. Mm-hmm. Arabin's the one who pretty much got her to where she is. So for him to do something like that, I feel like that's hefty enough too. Yeah, I mean, and then he also turned on West and killed him at the um at Ferran. Is it his name? Ferran's mm-hmm. estate. Mm-hmm. Just to show the the other crime boss is like, hey. Uh, like we're good I turned on my own because he disobeyed me or whatever the fuck mm-hmm. so and that was interesting too that Wesley tried to go back and kill or Wesley went back and killed Ferran for revenge uh-huh. so that whole thing is is really interesting and I, I can't wait to find out more about that damn a lot's happened that she wasn't aware of apparently politics or whatnot or maybe they made a made a deal for her but I like how everything is unfolding like we we started off the first book with like okay, we know something happened. We just don't know how how badly or how gravely or like, you know what I mean? Like what it was. And now we're slowly getting these pieces to the puzzle that makes you really speculate and come up with theories where you're like, okay, but was it this person? Okay, but why did this person do that? So we're like, what's happening here? 
And I think that's what attracts me to SJM's writing mm-hmm. so much is how she weaves the stories in and out. Oh, she does a fantastic job. Yes. I know. And like, this is what makes this book so interesting. Like, yeah, we have the overall story, but then you also have all these other intricate stories that are woven in that make you question and make you theorize and make you sit and be like, oh, okay, so what's happening here? Speaking of Nehemia telling her about the labor camp, how there's more and more rebels going in and simultaneously the king telling her that he thinks that there's they're plotting against him, these rebels. And he, you know, he has this list of people he wants her to kill. He's going to give it to him one by one. One plus one equals two. So I'm thinking they're the same. But she's like shocked by this. Like she's like, damn, like how what's happening? Where's all this happening? She's not comfortable making these moves, you know, taking lives, not knowing like what are the politics? You know, where can I help or where do I, you know, where do I put my energy towards? I feel bad because at the same time, the king did tell her, like, if I feel like you're fucking up, I'm going to kill Nehemia and Ko and Nehemia's family. And so and she can't tell that to Nehemia. Nehemia's constantly like reaching out to her for like guidance, direction. And she can't because they're in the actual kingdom where people are watching them 24-7. So I just feel bad. Like, she's really stuck between a rock and a hard place. Yeah. And involved in something that she doesn't really want to be involved in. And Mm -hmm. he's the king's throwing her in it by taking the lives of people who are apparently involved. But she doesn't know enough, she feels like, to really, like, do I do my job? Or do I try to, like, protect these people? Like, what, what do I keep doing? And if there's that many spies that the king is saying that there is. So I had a question because in the first chapter where the king was talking about there are too many spies, they said Kale stiffened. And I'm like, mm-hmm. eh, are you a spy? Do you personally know a spy? Or is it the theory that he comes from? He is noble and we already like had theorized about his father and stuff, right? Yeah. Yeah, because I was like, his father just sent him off. Maybe he's supposed to be a spy for his dad. Like, I don't know. But also the king didn't like Nehemia to begin with either. Mm-hmm. So he already had tabs on her right. to begin with. Yeah, and he was refusing to meet with her either about the labor camps. So I'm seriously, I'm afraid that the last name on the list is going to be Nehemia. And she's going to be like, Nehemia. oh, fuck no, I'm not doing this. My thing is, is he's like, I might not like him as an overall general character, but as a villain, he's like very strategic. Oh, yeah. Because like not giving her the full list and then sitting there and being like, all right, well, if you just breathe wall, I'm going to go ahead and kill all these people that I already know you're close to. Like it, he's very good villain, like very much can't wait. Like you can I just can't wait for his death scene. Like I'm at that point where I'm like, all right, bet like, the moment it happens he's gonna come out guns blazing i'm really excited for like the <laughs> climax of his power or yes. his strategic plan where i'm like holy shit because i want to see what she's gonna do and how she's gonna react to that whatever it is yeah he reminds me of like joker yep you know how like joker always has like his his plans are so layered yeah you know and he sacrifices everyone like if you work for him, you are not safe, you know, because he's not loyal to anybody. No one. And he keeps, he after he's asking her to kill these people, she's tasked with bringing back the rings. And we talked about that in the first book, about how we think the rings are significant, but we just don't know enough yet. Is he trying to stack up all the rings so that he can, like, have the ultimate power or whatever the fuck? Like, I don't know. He's Thanos. I don't know. <laughs> he's Thanos. He is Thanos. <laughs> big evil purple bitch um oh my god i love how she was like uh 
you know, I got to relax. I got to, you know, for a couple of days before, you know, I start on following around Archer. And she was like, I got blood money to burn. And I was like, okay. She's like, listen, <laughs> it, as much as it hurts me. I'm gonna go shopping to do this. I'm I'm gonna go get some nice stuff for myself. Shopping is it's therapeutic, and that's what we're no, doing. No, I, I love like, that she reads. Yeah, she's like, and so <laughs> yeah. many books, so many fucking books. Yeah, bursting yes. out the bag type of books. I was just like, go off, sis. I haven't I haven't done that in a while, and I need to. I need to. Yeah, really quick. I want to bring up. Um, before we get to the amulet, because that's the the ultimate like point of the the five chapters. Yeah. Um, I want to bring up one. She's still having the nightmares about pain and the word mark. So yeah. I'm like, is he going to make a reappearance at some point? Because at the end, when he got killed, she said, you shouldn't have did it. Now he's and we never really like got the end of it. So does that mean like he's dead on this plane, but alive in the astral plane or some shit like that? Well, I think it was the the word marks and like what what they call it, the Ritterac, the Ritter, the Ritterac, the the so, Ritterac. I think so. Are you uh, not even the Ritterac? The <laughs> Roderick. That was that was the evil that you know took Kane took over Kane. So. I don't know if she meant that, like, you know, now that you've done that, you've kind of, like, unleashed him to them, like, fully. Like, maybe it's not him that she sees, but the evil that was inside of him is what she sees. She just sees Cain as the face. Or, or, mm. or, or, hear me out. Or, here we go, theories. Shut up. <laughs> she did release the evil out of him, like you said, and now it's lumbering around the castle, which is why she caught that Dementor-looking-ass bitch in the library. Exactly. Dementor-ass-looking bitch. It was a Dementor. He did. He did. The way he was described, I thought the same thing. And she said when he moved, he moved like black smoke. No. Right. Yeah, and he yeah, made yeah. an analyst I out. get it. Now I gotta go watch Harry Potter. I'm actually <laughs> watching Prisoner of Azkaban tonight. Of course you are. <laughs> Side note, I bought my first Harry Potter book. Oh, are you going to read it? Oh, I'm so happy no. for you. It, what? What do you mean? No. It's like the fourth one in this year. It's the Goblet of Fire. So oh. I'm like, I can't read it. Oh, you have Libby, don't it was you? It Goodwill and I was doing a Goodwill thing and I was like, oh, oh. it's in okay. really good condition. I was like, let me pick this up. You have Libby, don't you? You can just get on Libby. It might be better, honestly. That Yeah, that might be better because I did the audiobook for Fourth Wing and I'm telling you, bitches, if you don't read that book so we can kiki, I'm going to be so fucking pissed. It's on my, I have it on Libby. It's on I'm my, my list. To, um, I have it. I'm going to yeah. have to. Immediately, bitch. Immediately. Really? Okay. Okay. I have to. I swear to God, it feels like it was a trilogy in one book. Really? Yes. Everybody says that. Everybody says every every review that I that I've seen for that one for that book. Everybody it says it's it's like reading three books in one, and it's not even the last of like it's not a, a standalone book. Are they saying it as a compliment? Yes. Okay. Yes, they're saying like you you're reading it, and they're like, oh my god, so much crap happened. Yes. It's like reading three books in one. And we have a new Shadow Daddy to add to the collection of Shadow Daddies, so I need you guys to read this. I already figured that because the way these reviews were going, I was like, all right, there's there's a whole new person on this this playing field. It's the bee's knees. You need to do it. All right. Back to the fucking Crown of Midnight. <laughs> so the amulet. So when she sees this fucking thing in the library, the amulet starts to like pulse and buzz and shine blue light. And then the shit disappears. Yeah. I'm guessing, like, obviously the amulet was warning her, like, hey, bitch, not a good idea. Do not approach. Do not approach. 
but like what type of fucking creature is that well it has to come from the same place as the other one because the amulet yeah that's what i was thinking i think they opened up a hole they opened up a portal they opened up something that hasn't fully been closed so i think she's just gonna keep getting like these creatures and things coming out as we know the amulet has to be like fey made right like it has to be yeah and it's it's protection yeah it's interesting but i do think that like whatever portal was initially opened was never actually closed and right before that we met roland haviolard who wasn't a nice person at all no and what a piece of shit he was i don't know if 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 there's any any anything to do with this guy i don't know yeah i don't know if there's any connection whatsoever because if the theory is that creatures need a host if they need a host that preferably doesn't like selena or her cause or her where she came from then you know roland would be perfect he would he's a fucking piece of garbage but then the what story did, between the, right exactly the story between them i was like what he did to my baby kale fucked up with that wretched fucked up disgusting whore of a bitch listerine i was I done i knew he was looking, <laughs> done. I was there for her because i was done. looking at the name and i was like she's not gonna say this <laughs> done i was like both listerine. of them burning in hell gasoline draws all of eternity (laughs) and i find it i find it interesting that she still has feelings for doran even though and she even said it because i wanted to start making um notations specifically for when selena shows feelings like when she shows emotions and um yeah um because she's always said that was something hard for her to do you know after everything she'd been through so she did say that the thought of Dorian with other women made her want to shatter a window, but it wouldn't be fair to let him know that. And she goes on to good talk about how she misses the way he feels and smells and things like that. But but she did say at the end, I just want you to leave me alone because he's like, do, I, do you want me to fight for you? Like, what is it? What can I do to change this? No, I want you to fucking learn. But she didn't say it like that. She said it like it's for no. the better. No, that was me oh, saying know. it. We know. No, but I think... <laughs> For, but I think I think it's two things. I think I think him having to ask, "Do you want me to fight for you?" defeats the purpose. Mm-hmm. But also, yeah. like, no, I I don't want you to ask me. Like, do it. But also, I think it having her also talk about how she still has feelings for Dorian makes it almost normalizes the you can love two people and know that one person is not good for you or one person isn't the best choice for you. Okay, Bella. <laughs> oh, that's right. Twilight. <laughs> it's almost, wait, I saw a TikTok was like, it's almost Twilight season. And then they played the whole music out. <laughs> I immediately thought of you. I was like, Morgan is probably at home. <laughs> <laughs> no dead ass. I'm going to hook up the PlayStation. I got all the DVDs. I found all the DVDs. I was like, Morgan's probably at home getting prepared, getting ready. <laughs> One thing that I noticed in the writing when they talked about when she saw this creature is when she said, but something about the figure standing between the open library doors made some ancient primal part of her send a warning pulse so strong that she didn't take another step. And I felt like using that description, ancient primal was very specific. We already know there's something up with her. We already know. We already know there's something serious. She's got something going on. The fact that it was her and her with the amulet on, like, and then the thing just kind of like, you know, flew away. 
So Lana didn't go into the library. Oh, no. She just walked away quickly with as much dignity as she could have. She was like, no, bro. I was like, thank you. <laughs> She's like, y'all not getting me today. That was the common sense I was looking for when she was in them tunnels. Uh-huh. And she was like the third one kept calling my name. And I was like, mm-hmm, nope. For me, the most funniest, my favorite scene in that book was when they talked about how she was like, oh, oh, no, not today. Close the door. She's like, not today, Satan. She's like, yeah, that's going to be a fuck no uh i'm gonna go back to the room <laughs> she went back to the room with the quickness she's not prideful she's like i know yeah. when to fucking yeah call it i'm going home she's like i don't want to pick my battles in this ain't yeah, it Bye. yeah yeah love that dead ass <laughs> so that's it that was a it was a good start to the second book right again i am so 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 excited to see where this is gonna take her i'm so excited to learn more about the betrayal Bro. I'm so excited for her and Kale to have their first kiss. I'm so excited for Dorian to die with envy and jealousy. <laughs> I thought that was... I'm excited for it all. I really <laughs> thought she was just going to leave it at Dorian die. And that's it. Andre's like, <laughs> like, oh no, he can do that too. He, he can do that too, but... No, he's important, I would say. She needs as many friends in the castle as possible. If you say so. He's going to be around for a minute. I yeah, absolutely. It. I guess. <laughs> um... Really quickly, don't forget to follow us on social media at the Novel Society Podcast on Instagram and on TikTok and at the Novel Society Pod on Twitter. X is it still called Twitter or is and it our X next now? Chapters. Oh, bitch! I don't fucking know. Wait, I'm done with him. I thought we cut off the Twitter. As a matter of fact, I thought we cut it don't off. Even follow us on Twitter. We're not going back on Twitter or on or on Triple X. Triple X. Fuck, it's called now. Triple X. Triple X is a different website, guys. Just find us on Instagram and <laughs> don't go on Triple X. We're not there. I don't mind. No, we're not, we not there. We're not there. We're not there. Just follow us on Instagram and on TikTok, bro. <laughs> That's where we're at mostly. And we'll be reading um, the next five chapters, so chapters six through ten for Crown of Midnight. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. With that, we want to say thank you guys for joining us. We hope you enjoyed. Um, we love you guys, and we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.